Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Justin. Welcome to Millennial Love. y'all and i'm so excited to tell you about our new brand partner fabfitfun they are offering a seasonal subscription box for busy women like you and i to discover new brands and products for a life well lived fabfitfun delivers a box of full-size fashion beauty home fitness and wellness products the boxes are delivered four times a year for just 49.99 a box There's also an editor's box available for purchase in between seasonal boxes with newly discovered items. And don't worry if you missed the seasonal box because there's this great spring editor's box with favorites from spring and other past seasons. The spring editor's box has a lot more customization options from a clutch to eyeshadow, tote to lip gloss. There are some great additions to the boxes this season. There's the Tarte Double Duty Eyeshadow Palette, Grace and Stella four-pack bath bombs, daily concept hair towel wrap, and come on naturals, you know a good towel wrap would be amazing. Kate Somerville exfoliating treatment, free people travel eye mask, Brigio deep conditioning mask, and one of my personal faves, the Aisha Curry, I'd rather be in bed mug. So yeah, when I opened my box, I was like a kid in a candy store. Seriously, it felt like Christmas in April. It's huge and came with so much stuff. I was digging through that box for a while. There's something in here for every girl. The travel girl, the girl headed out on the town for the night, and the girl just needing rest and relaxation. I personally can't wait to use my other fave, which is the bomb reversible clutch. The FabFitFun box has fantastic value because of the deal. Many of the products individual value are more than the cost you pay for the entire box. I just got my FabFitFun box and loved it. If you haven't signed up yet, it's not too late. Go use our code to get $10 off your first box. Use the promo code also for $10 off the editor's box. That's $39.99 for over a $200 value. Go to fabfitfun.com to subscribe and use our code LOV3. This is seriously a great gift to yourself or loved ones of amazing full-size products with no little samples. Treat yourself, don't cheat yourself. Try FabFitFun today. Go to FabFitFun.com to subscribe and start getting the box for a life well lived. Use promo code LOV3 to get $10 off your first box. That's products valued at $200 for just $39. Again, go to FabFitFun.com and use our code LOV3 to get $10 off your first FabFitFun box. This is the perfect gift to you or any special lady in your life. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Justin. This is Mish. This is Cardi. 
And this is episode 63 of Millennial Love, where we discuss sex, love, and how we are selfish AF. Look at you following the <laughs> <laughs> It took you 38 times. You know what? I was like, I got to get it right. I got to get it right. I have to get it right. And you're so time. energetic. I love it. Keep going. <laughs> I was not expecting that, actually. Yeah. I'm tired. Anyways, be sure to follow us on all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and no Snapchat, at Millennial Love. That's... Two L's, two N's, L-O-V-3. Um, we have been receiving donations, donations from people. <laughs> donations. <laughs> donations. Um, from Cash App. So that is dollar sign or money sign at Millie Love. That's Millie um, with the Y, L-O-V-3. Um, and we are just going to accept anything this week. If you want to send us 50 cents, you know what? Send us 50 cents. And we're here for Or $50 or $5. Somebody sent us $100 last week. Shout out to them. Yeah, that was the other week that we mentioned on the last did episode. Did we already say yeah, that? Yeah, we did. <laughs> but, <laughs> but hopefully, I mean, hopefully. So it's, yeah, it's worth mentioning <laughs> yeah, again. Like $100. Yeah. We, we woke up like, what? But in all seriousness, we do stand on the support of our listeners. So if y'all want to hear more of the show and or, or, or if you would like to just contribute in some type of way, your monetary, your monetary contributions... <laughs> will not go unnoticed under the Lord's eyes. He's going to give it back to you some type of way. Justin, give it, give it back to you. <laughs> so hopefully y'all have been uh, purchasing your FabFitFun boxes um, by now. Absolutely. It's I freaking so love my FabFitFun no, box. I still have, it's so much stuff in that box. I still haven't opened everything yet. Like, Same. I haven't had a chance to use everything in it yet. What I love is that it is quality items. Mm -hmm. It's not like a bunch of random pieces of stuff, like from the dollar store. It's Correct. quality, <laughs> quality products for women. Absolutely. Seriously. Um, Full size products Full at size. that. Yeah. I liked it so much so I got a subscription for my sister and my mom. So every quarter they're going to receive a box. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. I'm going to, uh, uh, yeah, I guess they, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how long that's going to be. I don't know how long I'm going to keep that up, but I'm going to keep it up. It, listen, it's totally worth it though. Like you get like 200 to $300 worth of stuff for $40. $40. And it's like legit like name brand stuff. Yeah. And the box is huge. So like when it comes in, it feels like. A gift. Yes. Like I can't wait to open it up. You just don't even know. Like you might be having a bad day and then here comes your Fat Fit Fun box. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You sick. The great thing about it is that you get a box four times out of the year. So it's every quarter. And because it's every quarter, you know that you're getting some quality shit. Yeah. So. Yeah. So check it Shout out. Shout out to FabFitFun. FabFitFun.com. Use our code LOV3 for $10 off your first month. Yeah, yeah. Your first box, rather. Your first box. Yeah. Make sure y'all still... Using that bio clarity too. <laughs> Listen, I'm excited to get on bio clarity. You guys may hear a um, advertisement from me because I should be receiving my bio clarity soon, and I'm excited because you already know I love any everything dermatology and about skin. So yeah, um, I'm excited to give my feedback on it. It's a maze balls. Like I went to Dominican Republic and ended up getting a um, pimple. Mm -hmm. And it left me with this blemish that looks like a mole on my face. But it looks so amazing. I think you should keep it. So people I have said it was that, a mole. <laughs> but I'm fully getting rid of it. And no. BioClarity is like, like literally, I can see the change in it. Like it's eliminating itself from my face by using BioClarity. Go get a I'm tattoo. not keeping this. A brown, just get a little brown dot. Go <laughs> so get a cute. tattoo. No. <laughs> 
Um, so anyways, um, if y'all don't know, we are recording the show a few episodes early. Um, so any pop culture that we're talking about is probably going to be old news by now, but we're going to talk about it anyways. Um, Cardi B pregnant. Cardi B is pregnant. Um, shout we out to Cardi knew. B. We already knew. Um, yeah, we talked about her. Y'all going to have to come back and tell everybody what that performance was like at Coachella. Coachella yeah. Will, will we, we be in Coachella by then or no? Yeah, we will have had it. Okay. Yeah, well, we will definitely let y'all know. It was a little stiff on stage the other night. You know, I'm a little nervous about it. It's I feel okay like because it's you know what? She's been going. Like, she's been going and going and going and going. So I feel like pregnancy or no pregnancy, I'm pretty sure she's running on fumes right now. And I don't have a problem with her being pregnant. I just, I think we've talked about this before. It's just... Her lyrics and like the type of music that she has doesn't go well with her being pregnant. <laughs> like it's just not like Beyonce music is like it's like women's empowerment, like love on top. Right, like if she's when if she she's revealed. pregnant, it's like okay, it goes with her persona. But the fact that you Car- can't say like bitch, you can't fuck with me if you wanted to. You got a baby in your stomach. It's just a lot. Yeah, but I'm looking forward to, to either to like jam or laugh. One of the two is gonna be. Well, I think it's gonna be laughing. I could be no, wrong, I, we but... we will be laughing because <laughs> I kind of feel what Mish said last week. I can, I barely can understand her, and, but when I do figure out the words, I'm like, oh, okay, let's go. Right. And then like, now... I get the money and go something to something to something. I still kind of don't know that part. Oh, no. I don't know it either. But So like even when she says, see how clearly you said, I get the money and go? Nah, I'd be like, I get the money and go. <laughs> like, that's what she well, sounds she like, like yeah. when well, she says it. Yeah. But, and then, you know, she going to be breathing. Heavy. Yeah. She may not. Don't do her like that. She may not be. Listen, they finna have so many fans and so many bottles of water next to that baby. <laughs> Correct. She ain't gonna have to do. I mean, she's basically gonna be Beyonce. She gonna be, be standing fine, there. Bro. Like, just think about it. Migos is gonna be there. They're probably gonna rent a nice bomb ass Airbnb. It's gonna be like, okay, let's go perform for these two hours, and then she's gonna go back and rest. Honestly, it may not yeah. even be that bad. I don't but even I think she's gonna perform a full set. I probably don't think not. So. But no, maybe. So because this album already dropped. Which so is, let's talk about the album because I think it's lit. I haven't really heard it yet, so <laughs> it's been I think weeks. the album's lit. It has a few bangers on there. It's so, definitely a get ready to go out girls album. Like you with yeah. your girls, you about to y'all about to y'all getting ready to go out or whatever. It's like a classic homegirl. Let's get ready album. So I'm gonna be honest. Last week I told y'all that you know I tried to listen to it, but I can't really understand her. So I didn't download it, but like I opened it in Apple Music and listened to it. It's just not my type of music. So <laughs> No, I get okay, so here's the thing. I feel you. Because every time I look at that cover, I'll be like, I'm not ready yet. Like the yeah. cover. Because the cover is just I don't like I get it. The cover like, doesn't female, go. The female them. rap hip hop, you gotta have colors and look like you're just this animated character. But every time I look at the cover, I'm like, "Be careful" is dope. I like "Be careful." They've been playing that on XM Radio, so That's actually I hear not it. the best song on there. I know. I be just careful, like it. Emmy. Yeah, it's just <laughs> I like what it's saying. Like, don't sleep. You yeah, know? and I like uh, "Best Life." Never heard that yet. I but like "Chances." It's "Chance." It's, yeah, I like so chances I guess that's why I like it. So I haven't downloaded, it, and I don't care what people say. Oh, you're not supporting because you didn't download it. I didn't because I don't have a lot of space on my phone <laughs> for something that I'm not going to be listening no, you to. You can still so. save it to your iTunes and not download it to your phone. 
Oh, okay. Well, then I'll have to do that because I just, I mean, it's not no space. And if I'm not going to be listening to it, I got to say The only way it'll download my gigabytes. actually hit the cloud that says, the cloud with the download. The arrow. The download to your phone. But oh, also, okay. listening to it helps numbers because yeah. streaming is a thing. Okay, yeah. so then I'm still supporting yeah. her. Yeah, you're supporting okay. her, yeah. So shout and if out you to- have ever music, it's auto. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Shout out to Cardi B, her pregnancy, and which one of the Migos she's fucking? Offset. Offset. Oh, the Set. one that already has ooh, ooh, 35 ooh. kids. It's okay. That's all you know. That's literally listen. that's the only reason why I know his name because he hollers it out. So listen, uh, more power to Cardi B. Rather than having a child uh, with Stevie J, she like literally found someone who's oh, currently what? collecting checks. So oh. shout out to Cardi B. She's, I mean, <laughs> listen, Cardi B is winning right now. I'm she is living Cardi. the life Jocelyn thought she was gonna have. So um, I'm just gonna run through these shits, y'all. So Wait, like, can we you talk know, about Drake real quick? The song Drake came out with. Um, nice for what? Yeah, we can. We don't have to. No, I but do. I mean, Drake I came it. out with a new song. By I the time this so airs, much. it's going to be three weeks out. So <laughs> shout out to Drake and his new song. <laughs> Is that okay, y'all? Okay, yeah. I'm fine. Yeah, y'all fine. I like uh, the song too, though. I I'm not like a big New Orleans too. bounce music person, but I like the song. Yeah. It's actually it's not, not that bouncy. It's not that bouncy. It's yeah. not. It's just more it's so a the low, artists yeah, it's like a on top. Low level bounce. It came on. It came on the day party. Low level bounce. What the fuck is this? And I realized, okay, this is Drake's new song, but it was dope. And you already know I'm from Louisiana, so I love everything about it. I actually like the fact that Drake pays, is it homage to certain yeah. regions or certain... Same. Some people hate people it. People be mad about that. They, they be hating on him. trying to steal folks' music. I'm I don't like, think he's trying to steal uh, it. He pays homage. I don't, the good thing about it is that he does it right. It's not Correct. like he's trying to be this, this, this person. He just vibe out. I feel like he vibe out with local artists. And they create, and I exactly. think it's beautiful. It's beautifully done. So same thing with Drake. Houston. Like Drake he has a whole so Houston appreciation. Listen, week. he's not even from Houston. He, he's from Canada, but it's like cool. I yeah. like y'all music. I appreciate y'all's culture here. And isn't People that what artists they they get inspired by other artists? Okay, Correct. I think we people saw are haters. That. Drake is the goat. I don't give a damn what you say. I so love him. listen, y'all. Have y'all watched Unsung? Like Unsung is low key. Like the Shiznai. I never I seen used to it. watch it. Okay, so Unsung Unsung is the show that comes on on um one of the black. Okay. Yeah. One, one of the black channel. I, I didn't know if it was TV One or Centric. Centric. <laughs> TV One. Anyways, um, Unsung, like, y'all, some days I find myself, like, just binge, not binge watching Unsung because I'm not, well, literally binge watching Unsung because it's like they give you all, like, the tea, like, with these artists back in the day, current artists, and, like, I think last time they had Deborah Cox on there. <laughs> oh, boy. And you know, like, Deborah Cox was, like, supposed to be, like, well, I think she, well, I don't know. She's not, a, like, an R&B. She was supposed to be, like, next in line after, like, Whitney Houston. Was she? Vocally, yeah, yes. Vocally, okay. vocally okay. yes. I vocally, can, I yes. I can see that. Okay. Um, but her music, like, kind of went the dance route. Like, like, they always turn her songs into dance tracks. Like what? Besides, I mean, the only um, song I'm thinking of is how did how did I get here? I mean, how did you get here? Right. But what other music? I don't even know if she had any other songs. I'm sure she has other songs, y'all. But I'm just saying, like, y'all have to watch Unsung. Dang. I was I was bringing Deborah Cox up because that's like one of the artists a lot of people would probably like want to know, like, why the fuck she didn't make it? Yeah. But it's just little things like that. It just tells you all the tea. It tells you all everything about like people doing drugs. They talked about um, who else was on there? Um, Next, you remember Next with R. Yeah. L. Yeah, they like, like, I didn't know 
know the other two. Bro- so I didn't know the other two guys were That's actual them. brothers. Yes, them. Really? Correct. And apparently, RL kind of like backdoed them and was doing some a lot of like solo stuff. And during the time the of their star. career, he was the star of the group. Well, kind of exactly. So they still have beef till this day. Dang. I just personally like unsung because it just gives us more clarity of our, I would say, falling um artists yeah not fallen as in dead but like no, we no, don't hear from them anymore yeah because it'd be some good folks that be one hit wonders like exactly. and you, and you really be like why aren't you making from the music 90s, yeah from the 90s it'd be like a lot of yeah lot so of i'm hoping artists. that eventually they have like jay holiday on there bobby valentino that is such a good idea like why not he's a weirdo though i think the one that i the last one i watched was um your boy is Friday night, Montel Jordan. Me too. Yeah, I saw that one. So Montel had a long run though. Yeah, but he didn't like make it. He told his story about like going to a college campus. I forgot what campus it was, and he was like, it was completely empty in there, like three people. Oh, and he no. said he still put on the show, oh, but it was like nobody there. That is so. so he like peaked. And then just went on down. And that the was good, it. The good thing that he can stand on is that that song will forever be. Oh, forever. Yeah. This is how we do it. Gotta get that your groove right. on. It's up there with Back That Ass Up. Like once, That's like a black staple yeah. at a wedding is the, that song. That's he did one. say that like during his period of like celebrity that he battled with his like. I guess Christian side. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like a minister now and it was just hard for him to like do all those explicit songs because internally he was, you know, yeah. God was working on him. So um Isn't he a minister in Texas? And Georgia. Atlanta, or Georgia. Oh, is it Georgia? Georgia? Okay, yeah. yeah. I knew it was a, a southern city. Somebody told me they went to his church before. I did. Yes. Oh, was it you? Okay. Mm-hmm. Somebody somebody else has told me they went before. Yeah, he's it's fully church, he's like it? the director of music, Listen, <laughs> music director. I cannot imagine like yeah, you know, it's kind of a mega church. Yeah. Montel Jordan just you know, getting my spirit ready for the Lord. Because I'm to... still singing. <laughs> this, this is, is how, how we, we do, do it. it. No key, you can make that into gospel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised nobody has done it. People love to make secular music into gospel. Honey. Yeah, they right. do. <laughs> they love it. All right. So um, <clears throat> one quick run through, like American Idol is starting back up. I personally like that show, that Diddy show. I think it's The Four. I've seen that before. I really, really like it because you really have to go in there and like sing your ass off. And it's not about people liking binding to your characters, your vocal ability, like right then and there. Is that it's Khaled on there, right? Yes, With DJ him? Khaled, um, Megan, one of them, one of the Megans, trainer, Megan Kelly, one of them. I don't know. Megan Kelly is trainer. a great singer. Yeah, okay. Is that her name? Is Tori it, Kelly. Uh, to- no, not Tori Kelly. So it's not her. Okay. It's the All About the Bass Girl, I believe. Megan Trainor. Megan Trainor. Yeah. Anyways, it's a dope show because, like, basically, in order for you to get a spot, you have to, like, knock someone else off. Mm. Like, you have to sing against them and knock them off, like, immediately. So I'm for it. So definitely check that out. I'm just sick of Diddy, though. I was about to say, but I don't know how I feel about Diddy being in charge Same. of people's music career because he, he done had some great artists and then he just leave them by the wayside. Like so, freaking uh, uh, Danity Kane. Man. Danity Kane, Day 26. Day 26. Total. Faith Evans. Correct. Uh, total. I mean, it's a lot of Mace. A lot of them. A but lot. what we can say is, like, he... 
He can find Because I followed Diddy like a very, very long time. And the artists that he played with. Even with Dirty Money. His group, Dirty Money with Don Richard and that other girl. Like yes. that album was extremely dope. So what I do like about Diddy is that like he may not have the follow through. But he's a great, like he's a great creator. Or like he, he knows what to like. Like he probably may find the right producers to align with the artists and make great music. But he cannot follow through with. The artist. I mean, he doesn't have time for that. I mean, I feel like it's almost like he just is like all over the place, and he's like, "All right, well, I'm done with you, so let me go on to the next great thing," you know. And it's like, but for music listeners, I wanted more of Day Twenty Six. Same. I wasn't done with them. That album. Believe it or not, Day Twenty Six. So here's the thing: Day Twenty Six and Danny Kane were, you know, a part of their own demise. Like they, I mean, obviously, you putting a group together. It's challenging alone. Same, they produce yeah. great music, but I felt like overall, I mean, it's it's hard for any group to like mesh and continue the work. Um, but it's just such a like trend with Diddy. Diddy when Diddy is yeah. involved with yeah. anybody, like even with Faith, it's like Faith is by herself and she still ain't. And she's Faith and Mace has, is by herself. Yeah, and like Faith like, has. I love Faith. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she could still be relevant today. She just, there was no follow through there. And had Mary not, because Mary was with Diddy too for a while. If she hadn't have got away, she, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, she would not still be making music. Yeah. I just, I don't think it's intentional with Diddy. I just feel that he's like, you know, I, you know, like you have to remember, like Diddy was with Biggie, like, well, he gone Whenever, too. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, not his fault, but I'm just have saying, a great like, track record. I just think Diddy has insight in terms of like you have to want more for your career than I have to be there. Like I can't motivate you every single day to want to do better, to get in the studio and work. So unfortunately, I just I feel like he just have a, a every situation has been unfortunate for him, but I think it's also been successful for the artist. So I think Don Richard, Faith Evans, Mary J. Blige, I feel like they've done great things with their career. Because of their passion for it, you know? Mm. Um, but everyone else, I mean, it's just kind of hard. Not really. I don't know. I really don't know. I promise you. <laughs> I really just don't know. But anyways, <laughs> that's it. There's more to, like, there's more in this list, but uh, we're going to just keep it moving. Well, <laughs> that was really good. I mean, anytime y'all get us talking about music, I think we just always going to run our mouths because that's right. what we do. Right. Basically. What what healer are we on? We're on the fifth one. Okay, Dang. we have two more. Yeah, we we skipped last week because you can't just really be talking about healers and you drinking. Right. So we skipped last yeah, week. We had to I'm do sure that. that's not on the list. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's not on the list. But play is, and play okay. is the fifth healer. I love it. So your body was made to move. The less you move, the less you want to move, and the less you are able to move. To be healthy, play every day for at least 30 minutes. Every animal follows the above laws. The difference between them and human beings are the are the last two. How successful are you at these last two? Which would be six and seven, which is relationship and purpose. Hmm. So we'll get into that next week. I think having that playful spirit, like are an adult fostering that playful spirit, or getting back in tune with that playful spirit that they had as a child can be very beneficial in so many ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we try to, I think we focus more so on play, like going to happy hour, going out, but that's not like true play. Like true play is like you and your friends going, literally going to the park and uh, cutting cartwheels. Right. Or I admire y'all because I see you, Justin, and your friends sometimes go play tennis. Yeah. 
And it's like And we don't know how to play tennis, but we But it's play fun. Tennis. It's yeah, you're right. playing. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> right. it's play. Or like the sand volleyball yeah, that they have in oh, Dallas. Yeah, I can't wait until it get back warm, but yeah. yeah, it's been cold. I don't know what this cold is about. I'm but I was playing now. softball one time. I mm. think you've been playing kickball. Mm-hmm. Like you were gonna be on the kickball team, Carl. Yeah. Like that's play. Yeah. Not like just go drink and have fun. What I do like about the seven here list also is that it, it helps you be mindful of like where your time is being contributed, like or what your time is being contributed to. And as you can see, we talked about breathing for 20 minutes, and Cara first response was like, that's a little aggressive, 20 minutes, but we have 24 hours out of the day. Mm-hmm. At what point are we going to like focus on ourselves? Mm-hmm. And so much of our day is focusing on external reasons, our work, or our next project that is probably not due until next year, or focusing on out other things that are... You know, not trivial re- to the moment. Exactly, correct. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I think I need. I really need to figure out how can I incorporate play thirty minutes like, every day. Every day, yeah. yeah. That's hard. Running around with Roman, and I barely want to take him outside. Mm-hmm. Same. So I don't be want to take Charlie outside. So like... <laughs> right. <laughs> well, guys, incorporate play sometime this week, and if you do, please. Tweet us, hashtag ML3, and tell us what you do as play so we can try to incorporate it in our lives as well. Right. Remember, protect your energy and space, and your mental health matters. It definitely does. <laughs> it really does for us. All right. <clears throat> Switching gears. Has anybody ever said that to y'all, like, at work? Like, when you're at a work uh, meeting. meeting, and they're like, all right, let's switch gears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Girl, just go to the next slide. Right. Anyways, I actually say that. <laughs> what do you call that though? When people like, what is it called? It's what? kind of a segue. Yeah. No, it is. Well, I know that is a segue. It is a segue, but like, or maybe that's not it. But I've heard someone say, um, you know, there are multiple ways to skin a cat. Like they say a phrase instead oh. of to say like, you understand what I'm saying? But like, what is it called? Uh, I think it's a euphemism Euph- or it's a. I'll go colloquialism that. colloquialism i think that's what it is listen I, I heard a black person say there are multiple ways to skin a cat and i almost died <laughs> i actually like, like that i mean not that as in dying that was horrible but i just never mean. hear it so speaking of skin the cat when i was younger my mom used to say that to help me like take my shirt off to tell me to raise my hands like that was our thing like when i was like three or four she would say skin the cat and that mean like Raise your hand. (laughs) Raise your hand so we can take your shirt off. But I would always hear her say that. In my my mind, I was thinking, who skins cats? (laughs) Like, who's really out there skinning cats? Skin the cat? According to some people in the hood, the Asians be skinning cats and putting that cat meat in your chicken fried rice. I believe it. Well, they out here lying to people about what meat they eating. Yeah, I need to be careful. That's why they skinny. Cat, <laughs> cats lean. You don't think cat meat is They ain't got no fat on it. Well, you know how cat meat tastes. <laughs> freaking orange. That's not, rice, that is not cat and dog. Right. I believe it's real chicken. All right. Listen, as long as you eat it in Now, that beef was okay. a little questionable because that beef would be a little rubbery. Listen. Why does beef taste like that? Anyways, okay. <laughs> I want you guys to share... What is the one lie that got you in the biggest trouble when you were younger? So, like, high school and under. Like, with your parents. What was the biggest lie (laughs) that got you in the most trouble? So, um, I hope none of my um, middle school 
um, peers are listening. <laughs> they are listening. Just, ex- just mm. in this moment, in they this all moment, tuned they are. in. Everyone, everyone tuned in, right? <laughs> just as old as so, um, this one situation did not give me in a heap of trouble, but it made me feel heap. like. We're that going to so <laughs> country. Oh wait, baby, it is. A I had to stop you, and I'm heap. so sorry. But a heap, I have not heard that in a while. And you talking about somebody to my multiple ways to skin a cat? <laughs> a whole heap of something is so. Country. That's funny. <laughs> I don't even know where that came from. But okay. So anyway, so this didn't get me into like deep trouble, but this made me realize how important like. Um. It made me realize how like I need to I need to stay true to my character, and I don't want my character ever being questioned, right? So, like I told y'all in the past, like I was very involved into like politics in school, and like we, I went to I would say predominantly white schools, um, all of my life, except for like elementary. It was like you know just a neighborhood elementary school, but um, after that, I went to like a lot of predominantly white schools, so. Um, with that, you know, the little African American community was like, you had to be smart and you had to be like involved in yeah. some type of way, whether it was politics, sports, you know, or politics and sports, because I think that was like, <laughs> that's the only thing you can do, right? <laughs> or theater. Um, so the little community that we did have, um, and like I, we call ours at that time, it was student council, it wasn't SGA, like in mm-hmm. college, so it was mm-hmm. student council. So, um, you know, obviously you have the individuals who are running for president and you have their little cabinet. <laughs> so. They had cabinets? It wasn't like official cabinets, but, you know, they that. had the people that, you know, we voted for whomever we want to vote for and that's who we were riding for. So, um, and I felt so bad, y'all. So, like, I don't remember, like, how the day went, but I do remember we would, all the nerds or all the people who were really involved into the school politics would go to this one particular um, teacher's room for um, lunch. We would spend like a certain part of our portion of our lunch there. And that day it was election day. Um, The crazy part about it is, is that I don't even recall going to this lady's (laughs) room that day, but apparently like something went down and it was between like my cabinet (laughs) and the other person's cabinet. And Basically, my cabinet or the girl who was running for president was saying that the other girl like was compromising with the votes or something like that. And so at that particular time, my um, principal was Mr. Brown. He was a well-known black man, you know, in in Lafayette, Louisiana. Mr. Brown. Mr. Brown (laughs) called us all into this little conference room. And the conference room had like, it was like a, the table was like a a corporate table, like the little oval-shaped table. And we all were in like leather little rolling chairs and we were really talking about this. So Mr. Brown was like, <laughs> executive, and this was all his black elite students. We were all in the room. Mr. Brown was like, okay, what we're not going to do is act the fool in front of all these other people, right? Right. He wanted to get to the bottom line of it. And he went around the table and asked, <laughs> did you see this person do this? <laughs> and I said, yes, I saw it. <laughs> when that was a complete... Lie. A bold a face, bold face lie. <laughs> and listen, y'all. After that, like as soon as I said it, I was like, "You are a trash ass nigga. <laughs> you are a trash ass nigga." And this was like, I was probably like in sixth or seventh grade. So after that, like I really, I felt so bad. Um, I don't even think nothing came out of it. 
like it wasn't like a big ordeal because I think Mr. Brown really kept it closed in. Right. Um, but that's when I really was like, you know what? My character means something to me and I can't just be going around and doing things for other people. But it was it was fucking shitty as fuck. I feel like shit. <laughs> You still think, feel like crap about it? I still feel like crap about it. <laughs> at, 30, the, at, at 33. Today at 33, right, you still... because the girl who I lied on, she looked at me in my eye. Oh, she and was she in was there? Like, she was in there. Because, oh, and like, she was like, you didn't see me. <laughs> no, she didn't say that because like I just felt... Uh, it was terrible. Like I felt extremely bad. Oh, you can well, take apologize it back. to her right now. Um, Let me see if I remember her name. I'm probably going to get the other... I'm going to mix up their names. I'm not even going to say Don't say name. the name. Just, Just say, say But hey, if girl. you are listening, if you are listening, <laughs> I was very, like, dumb. I wasn't, I was immature. Immature. Um, I was um, easily influenced. I didn't know what to do. Um, and I'm, I'm going to take, I'm going to take full ownership of this. And I truly apologize. <laughs> I truly apologize. Are you about to cry? Like, no, are I'm, not, really? I'm not about to cry. But <laughs> you sound crazy, so emotional. The crazy part about it is that like I don't even think her career came back. Her <laughs> <laughs> career? Oh, no, this is like Justin, it's life. okay. No, well, okay, I'm not going to say it's okay to lie, but I'm just saying like, yeah, it was middle school. I'm sure we all did scandalous things in middle school. No, but this if was her, like in front she... of my principal. This was like, you know... Like I said, these are the leaders of our black community, African American community, in this one office, and I didn't. I lied. That was that was wrong, yo. Listen, and I if, felt bad. I'm so sorry. Her career hasn't bounced back by me. <laughs> she probably did. I promise she probably you, did. it has nothing to do with <laughs> okay. whether or not you lied on her. I meant her third. school reputation. You know, I think she ended up like going to a different high school, and she was supposed to go to the same high school as us. She was like, "Fuck them." <laughs> And you know what? I want to do the same thing. And that might have been the best thing for her. Like, you never know. God exactly. might have moved her to that right. school for a purpose. She I might have bad. thrived in that school. We yeah, don't know. fully flourished. She might be out here thriving. I end up, I did end up seeing her in college, like, randomly. Like, and she, like, I thought she was going to, like, remember that shit. She probably did. I know she did. She just oh, didn't she say absolutely nothing. remembers. And I just hugged on her. I gave her so much love when I saw her. Well, she I didn't was probably want... like, get off me. Get this, <laughs> this motherfucker. Like, yeah. Nigga. I don't know if she's black or not, but she that said was nigga. Terrible. Y'all, that's terrible. Y'all, that's terrible, y'all. I ain't going to lie. I can't lie. Like, on, I mean, whatever. I do lie, but I don't mean lie like that. Like, you know what? Gar, what was your you lied at that tore you apart? So like, mine just... isn't that bad. Um... Oh, so you see it was bad. <laughs> Only did that because you're like, oh my God, I'm so... No, I used to lie about taking baths. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> well, like, listen, I'll take my lie. Anyway. I used to run a full tub of water really? and sit on the toilet for 20 <laughs> minutes and then let the water out. I don't know why I used to do... I don't know why I used to do it. I have no idea. <laughs> Why I didn't want to bathe, but I really used to like, <laughs> and I got clever with it to the point where I would literally like put my hand in the water and like splash it around <laughs> so it'll sound like I'm taking a bath. I can't. I don't know I why. I, I have no idea. And I was probably, I probably did it from like, <laughs> like probably kindergarten up to like I guess the second grade. <laughs> I don't know. It literally, it makes no sense. And now today I have to take like, 
Every day I wake up, no matter if I took a shower the night before or not, I have to shower every day. You're making up for in the them. morning. I guess so, but girl, I used to be like, I don't want to take this bath. One time my grandma caught me because she was like, why does water clear? <laughs> <laughs> you dirty, why does water clear? And I got a whooping. But I used to lie about bathing. I have no idea why I did that. A lot of kids only A lot of baths, kids did me. that. My <laughs> little cousin, I'm, I think I'm laughing so hard because one... I envision your grandma walking in <laughs> on you sitting on that toilet one time. But two, because my little cousin used to lie about taking baths. And his mama used to have him come out. She'd be like, come here, let me smell yep, you. Yeah, yeah. And he would still be funky and yep. he'd get a whooping. Yeah, I don't, but I don't know what it is with kids. Like, is it just not, is it like no, a waste just don't of have time? time? Yeah, you just don't have time to like take a bath. But like you're you sitting play. on the toilet anyway, so no, it's like yeah, you're wasting was... the time anyway. Just, just get in it the just tub. Don't make no sense. So you would like take your clothes off and oh, sit on the toilet? I would be fully naked. I would be fully naked sitting on the toilet. I, I, I vividly remember <laughs> it. I have no idea. Yo, wait, wait, wait. Twitter is crazy. Wait, look at this. Oh my god. When you think of Big Floor Squish. It says when you, when you think a big flurry spoon is a straw. That's so stupid. <laughs> Look at okay, quit. <laughs> Bruh, Cara, that is like the funniest thing I've so heard real. in like three months. <laughs> Do you see these tears over here? Bruh, that is hilarious. I have no idea. I was Listen. a funky child. And I was a funky child. That's what made it worse. <laughs> like you I was always stank. And you it was like, why baths. are you not bathing? <laughs> it was stupid. I have no idea. I got so many whoopings off the strength of not wanting to take a bath. I have no idea. I don't know if it was because I wanted to take showers. I, I don't know what my mindset was at all. You were a kid. A lot of kids. I think A I lot of kids lie about that. Yeah. It's so dumb. It's, but it's, it's a lot of little boys lie. They just be lying. Yeah. And they be funky. It's so dumb. And be, oh. I mean, kids be stank. And it don't be like an adult stank. It be like a, like an outside. <laughs> you smell like grass. It's almost like, and it be like um, tart. You know what I'm saying? Like the tart smell. No. Because they don't have like legit funk. Yet, right. But they just be tart. Yeah. They little booties be tart. Ugh, oh, okay, gosh. Let's, go. let's move on. <laughs> it's just nasty. So mine was high school. Um... So I was in a band, right? And I didn't really like the band kids because um, I was like never really into, you know how they say like band geek? Mm -hmm. I never was really into band like that. <laughs> I just like playing. I like music. So I just like mm -hmm. playing the instrument. But like hanging with y'all, like nah, like I'm popular. So <laughs> I want to hang with. The popular kids. Correct. So my senior year, <clears throat> I would... um. <clears throat> I would go <laughs> to my band director. Everyone's listening now, too. And tell him that I forgot my lunch money during my lunch. Because that period was during fourth period. So my band class was in fourth period. And all the lunches were during that period. So like A, B, and C lunch. So when would you go eat? So I had A lunch. And I would tell him, like, I forgot my lunch money. And my mom is on her way to bring it to me. So then he would be like, oh, okay, well, when she gets here, because we had cell phones, when she gets here, you know, go eat your lunch. That way I could be in all the lunches. And I would like, miss band class. <laughs> what? Correct. So 
we used to have like a, a band gathering at the end of the year or whatever, or towards the end of the year, not the very mm. end. And for whatever reason, my mom decided this year she wanted to volunteer. Now, lady, I've been in band since <laughs> sixth grade, and all of a sudden I'm in 12th grade, and you want to volunteer for this? For what? Anyways, <laughs> she ended up talking to my band director. And, and he asked her about all them lunch. He money. mentioned it just on, like, you know, <laughs> Michelle is, you know, told me you've been here a couple of times. It would have been nice to meet you before, you know, when you were bringing her the lunch money. And he, my mama was, Afterwards, and she told me she was just like, lunch money? Yeah. That's interesting. And she didn't tell him that it was a lie, but she told me. And she's, she made it so dramatic. I came home from school. She was like sitting in the room with the lights off. Oh, my off. God. Mamas what? are so Yes. Extra. And was like, so what have you been doing during lunch? And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> she was like, what have you been doing during lunch? And I'm like, going to lunch. Okay, so after lunch, do you go to class? Yeah. I, what class do you have? And I'm like, I'm so confused. I'm like trying to figure out another lie because right, she would like, always tell you? me, like, if you tell one lie, you got to tell another one to cover it up. Yeah. So I, would, I was trying to figure it out. And she was just like... Don't even worry about it. You've been lying. You've been telling that band director that I'm bringing. Don't lie on me. Let me tell you who you don't lie on. You don't lie on me. She fully went off. And she grounded me for like two weeks. And like, you don't get grounded your senior no. year. Like, that's just not a thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like towards the end of the year. Right. I'm ready to like party and stuff. And she was like, nah, you're going to sit in this room. You're going to go to work. Yeah. After work, you're going to come home. You're going to sit in this room. You're right. not going nowhere. For two weeks. Because you didn't realize like what that did to her reputation going up to that, you know. I mean, but what did it do to her reputation? Nothing, because she didn't admit to it. Exactly. So, <laughs> why are you so mad? <laughs> like, you wasn't even mad that I was skipping class, because that was really the biggest thing, is that I'm skipping <laughs> class. You mad because you feel like I lied on you. <laughs> I did that well, to my listen. mama one time. Lies. Lied on her? Mm-hmm, that's cool. It's one thing that we can say is that we all lie. Yeah. And uh, it's unfortunate, but we're some little deceitful little bastards. <laughs> some of us. And oh, we are we some little deceitful bad. little... Bastards. <laughs> so anyway, so this week's episode will be about lying and how we feel about it, different types of lies. And we're just going to like quickly talk about this, maybe for the next 30 minutes, if that's okay with y'all. Yeah. All I need is 30 minutes of your time. <laughs> right. You sound like a pastor. <laughs> All right. So um, <laughs> what are your thoughts on lying? Um, is it once a liar, always a liar? Or do you have the patience for that individual to come around with the truth? Or even forgiving them? How do y'all feel about lying? Are people lying to you? It's <laughs> such a hard question. Yeah, I mean, like... Because it depends on the person. levels to lying. Right. All right. So if we just, I mean, not go that deep into it, are you the individual to, like, be overly offended if someone lied to you? Or you can be like, okay, can you work through it? You know, because some people can't work through that. Betrayal or, you know. Well... So, before, because one of the next questions is like, what's the worst type of lie that gets under your skin? And I think that's relevant for here. Because for me, 
the worst lie is like you telling me you're gonna do something and then you just don't do it, and then you lie about like either or or if you say you're not gonna do something and then you do it right after you tell me you weren't gonna do it. Well, so, I propose yeah. this question first because a lie is a lie. A lie is a lie is See, a lie, I, which is why I just yeah. wanted you to answer that mm. first, mm-hmm. and then we can go into the different types of lying. So I can work through, to answer the question, I can work through anything with anybody I feel, because like, who am I to not forgive, right? You say work through. Right. And forgive. Right. So you can do both. Yeah. That's dope. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. Because <laughs> I'll get to that with the yeah, next later. question. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I can work through it with somebody and forgive. So for me, I can forgive because forgiveness is like for myself. Um, I probably can work through it, but that's only if. I can work through it, but most of the time I cannot work through it. Does that make sense? Like I would much rather like move on and understand like, okay, you can you have the potential of like lying to me rather than working through it. Because I think working through it, like I feel like some people find the time to like justify their lie, which pisses me off even more. So right off the bat, I'll probably just like I would much rather like forgive them for myself so I can move forward from the situation, but I also most of the time don't even want to go through the details because mm. I feel like at some point you're going to feel the need that it was like you needed to do this. So, Okay, I see what the question is about now. Okay, so I can forgive somebody. I can work through it, but I need to know all the details about because I need to rationalize why the lie occurred. Okay. And so like, me. Yeah, so yeah. I need you to tell me what motivated you, motivated you to lie. Like, like what's behind the lie and mm-hmm. like I, sometimes i do feel like in some situations lying may be justified but we can get into that anyway yeah, yeah. and then w- whether or not once a liar always a liar i don't necessarily believe that i think that people um depending on the person i feel like people do lie for reasons that may be quote unquote justifiable so i feel that once a liar always a liar mm. Yeah, you're. I, I feel like you. Very, you. Re- I think everyone lies. Okay, and we're gonna talk about that. I think everyone lies, but I feel like that lie that kind of like hurt. I think they always lie. They just don't get caught. Mm. You know, and I think those pe- those individuals who do not lie are the people that we call assholes. Are the people that we call like they they hurt us openly, but they're just telling us their truth. So, but that's a good you know, point. we'll just <laughs> we're that's going a really to that. good point. So, in and to your point, Justin, of like, it kind of sounded like you were saying, you know, you forgive them, but then it's like you just always have in the back of your mind, like you know that they are a liar, mm-hmm. and like I talked to my therapist because <clears throat> I had to fully talk to my therapist about somebody that lied about something major, and I was telling her, Cara, like you. Well, I needed to know why, and mm-hmm. I wanted all the details, and I, I, you know, I had to rationalize, and I had so many questions, and her question to me was, why? The lie was still a lie, regardless of you knowing all those things. Mm-hmm. And she was like, and then 
what is that doing to you once you find out all those things? So I almost feel like you, because when you said that, it made me think about my therapist, mm-hmm. um, Justin. So when I almost feel like what you do is healthy and not needing to know all of those things. Because I don't know about you, Cara, but when I find out everything, it just fully sends me into a whole nother analyzation world. Yeah, it de- like it definitely takes you to <clears throat> like you you analyze it to a whole deeper level. True. Um but, you do. But then I, I think I've gotten to this point because I used to be that way. I needed to know everything. And then I realized that going to that place like I'm taking myself there. Yeah. And I get stuck because now I'm in a place with a person who hurt me. And then literally honestly y'all depending on that individual they won't be willing to help you get out of that. That's major, y'all. So, I mean, this is this is nice. So it's for me, <laughs> because of that, because of and then because I've been faced with individuals who like have hurted me, lied, they are in the wrong, and I'm like, wait, how are you not going to be patient with me, and for me to overcome this? So now I'm like, okay, you lied. I'm going to put you in your own little pocket, and I will monitor your ass from here. But I'm also not going to expect much from you because of your whatever. Now, if it is a person that I can literally that are that are willing to receive what I have to say and is willing to work on them fucking selves, then I will take the time out to do it. Because I've had someone extremely close to me. I really think that they they lie. They were raised to lie. <laughs> but for I mean seriously, Sorry. but it doesn't make it doesn't make them less of a person. I just think that it's it's learned behavior like. They just learn how to maneuver through life like that, and I'm like, you're 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 far more exposed than what you think you are. So it's best that you like deal with or maneuver in a way where it's truthful, or you take the time out to hold conversations because people just be lying just to lie, not even really realizing the consequences, and and it's they're lying because they're lazy, not because they don't want to deal with. Uh, the controversy that may come along with whatever given topic. So, mm-hmm. child, you speaking to me? If you ain't speaking to nobody else, I'm receiving <laughs> I'm speaking it. Speaking to my damn self, shit. <laughs> I receive it. <laughs> All right. So, for my next question is, um, what types of lies get under your skin and why? So, I have a list of um, um, types of lies. Um, we have white lies, which are like, um, basically, I would I would assume that is. Insignificant, like, lies. insignificant lies. Like you didn't even have to lie like that. We were not irrelevant. even irrelevant. Broken promises, which is probably something that y'all bar friends do, or your dads, all of our dads do, or <laughs> some mamas. <laughs> um, the lie of fabrication, um, the bold faced lie. <laughs> That's exactly Shut what I did. Bold fucking face lie at like 11, 12 years old. That's yes, you did. And I've seen it. What? I didn't even say all that. I was like, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible the look in that girl's eyes, y'all. Anyways, um, the lion and the, the lion and exaggeration, um, lies of deception, plagiarism, and compulsive lying. So what's the lie of fabrication? So I think the lie of fabrication is I would assume that it's um I had it written down, but I did this outline weeks ago, but I believe. Hold on, let me Google it. Let me get to it. Let me okay, it real quick. Well, in the meantime, I can say my worst 
lies, like the worst part, the worst ones for me are broken promises and bold-faced lies. Like, I feel like everybody lies in exaggerations in like interviews at jobs. Like, oh yeah. Like, oh yeah, I was the best on my team or whatever. I feel like that's something that everybody does. Not that that makes everything right, but. Um, so live fabrication is like telling your boss that the subway broke down when in fact you just forgot to set your alarm. So me telling him that I left my lunch money at right. home and it's I needed my mom to bring it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've done that. Yeah. We have. To be like, oh, I'm just not feeling good today. I'm going to have to just chill on. Um, so which two you said? <laughs> which, which two? Because I was uh, Googling. I oh, Googling I said uh, broken promises in the bold face law. Why broken promises? I can imagine. As a kid... Mm. Um, I think it's uh, something that has like followed me throughout my life because it's just like as a kid, like you just expect the people that are your caregivers to come through with whatever they say they're going to do. And if they don't, like it makes it, it gives you trust issues with other people. And so that's something that I don't. And Ben and I have had issues with that where he's like, you can't put all your burdens of the people that broke all these promises on me just because I break a promise that's small and you're like blowing up. Which is not even that big of a deal, but I and he knows that about me, so now he like just won't say he gonna do something if he can't yeah. guarantee good, that he's gonna do it because he knows that that's such a big deal to me. But both face lies, I just be like, why, like why look me in my face and just lie? No, I didn't go. I didn't go there, and I'm like, <laughs> what? I'm looking at the video, like <laughs> I, I see it. it, I see it. <laughs> Like that's the thing. Like, I, like with your mama. Like, so what you be doing with your time? Well, you already know the answer, right? But you want to get confirmation. Like, yeah, I, I, yeah, the bold face lies. I'm trying to remember the last time somebody bold face lied to me, though. I'm pretty sure people bold face lie to you, and I just all never knew. You, just, you don't. Yeah, I'm trying to. I guess I'm trying to figure out. Like, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, the broken promises I think is like number one on my list. And plagiarism, just to me, I don't like plagiarism either. We always equate plagiarism to like writing. Yeah, but it's not just but writing. But it's not just writing. Yeah, it's Explain stealing of that. ideas. It's um, stealing of. So, yeah, stealing of ideas. I mean, I, I think I tweeted, no, I think I, I wrote a post about this, like, you know, just with us being in media or just creating um, and us, like, I would say having a unique niche in our art, our craft. Mm-hmm. You know, at that point, we become leaders, and because we are leaders, people will naturally follow you. Mm-hmm. And we may look at it as they are copying off of copying off of us, but we have like set a standard or a tone, and they're just following through. So, I would be I would consider that a form of plagiarism. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, plagiarism is a hard one because we do always think like. If you're in school and you like copy and paste some like quotes from somebody's you know yeah. paper from that's online, but and not give them credit, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, I, yeah. But that one gets under my skin a little bit as a, as a. But I feel like a creative, as a creative and as a, an attorney, because. Mm, but yeah. on the other hand, like that's what like when you're at a law firm, that's one of the benefits is like you can literally be like, hey, has anybody written anything on this before? Okay, cool. Let me look at this, and I'm just gonna copy and paste. But I guess. The difference is you ask the person, right. or the person yeah. knows that you have access to it. So, right. yeah. yeah. What about you, Mish? Deception is number one. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other one is one that's not on there. What is it? Omission of the truth. Okay. Because I, I think is the when people omit things, 
you're hiding. To me, then you're like starting to hide something and you want to leave out these small details that are essential to what's going on. And I think that that ends up leading into deception. Yeah, for sure. So it kind of plays hand in hand, but deception for me is big because, I mean, just to be honest, I feel like I grew up with, you know, some parents that did not teach me to treat people horribly, right? And when you have a lie of deception that hurts me, it's like, I just, I don't know. It's like, how could you do that? You know, like for me, it's like, I've never had anybody in my childhood hurt me like that. Mm-hmm. So the the time that I was hurt as an adult through a lie of deception, it really hurt. Like, because it was just like, you are, I just was looking at that person like, you are a bad person Mm -hmm. like you don't have any morals you have no values like and then it was almost like you said earlier you lied so bad to me and now I'm trying to work through this with you Mm -hmm. and you act like you don't care Mm -hmm. that's the like that hurts even more Mm -hmm. like I didn't tell you to lie to me you Mm -hmm. lied voluntarily like that was a voluntarily Action that you committed. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just big for me. Like I, I really feel like when a person can lie to somebody in a place where it's something that's gonna hurt them, your morals and your values are like absolutely messed up. And I just feel like you need to go talk to Jesus. So, what do you mean by lie of deception? Like in detail of what? No, not of what they did, but like mm-hmm. what is a lie? I, I'm, I'm asking because I, I mean I kind of know but I don't know so to me a lie of deception is when your lie is so major that it affects my life and a choice for me to pick whether or not I want to be involved in a situation with you okay Mm -hmm. so you lied to me and you did not give me the option to pick whether or not I wanted to be oh okay I see what you're saying okay yeah so, like, for an ex- as an example, if somebody you're trying to date say they don't got no kids. Correct. But they do. Okay. And so then three months later, I found out that you have twins. Okay. And they live next door to you. Okay. Yeah, like that. Okay. You did not give me the opportunity to yeah, decide to what I wanted to do. Okay. Yeah, that's a big one. Especially when your feelings get involved and all of that. I don't know if I've ever had a huge live deception before. Man, you don't want to. I th- yeah, that's like number two. Um, because it like it stings, it hurts that deceptive lie. Um, but mine is the compulsive lying, <laughs> and I know it's funny, but it really gets under my skin. Like it, like I close to like one to like Expose square you. up. <laughs> you always when I come around no but I think the compulsive line to me is just like it, it's, it doesn't make me upset it just makes me feel like wow like you're just really missing out on the opportunity for people to like really get to know you for who you truly are mm-hmm. and it's not 
And I think all the horrible ones are the the the, the lies that had more lasting effects. I've probably been exposed to at a very young age, so they don't affect mm-hmm. me like they do, like they did back then. Mm-hmm. But the compulsive line as an adult is just like, and it's so obvious. It's like unwanted. Is I mean, it's like we were not even even talking about this. <laughs> you took us there, and I know your line. Like I have a good friend. Well, they're obviously they're not a good friend anymore. But like, like he would just lie. Like literally lie, like post fake pictures on Instagram. I was just about to ask. (laughs) I was just about to ask, how do you know the person is not? I guess I'm asking because the only way I I know is because mm. things come out. So how do you know that like a compulsive liar is compulsively lying? So like I never really was like 100% comfortable. Like my discernment was always there. I didn't. I didn't really listen to it. But at the same time, like. They were not like always around me or like I didn't have to interact with them on a daily basis. So I just kind of sort of took it for what it was until like a, like the group of friends that we, the mutual group of friends that we hang around, we were like, man, the stuff just don't add up. Like, wait, I mean, it was to the point where <laughs> you in a group, you in a group text, but you have an outside group text. Like, what the fuck? You <laughs> like, you know, you're trying to like do all this and it's like not, it's, it's just unwarranted. Like. You know, I feel like you, you know, I was reading, I was, I was listening, I was watching this TED talk and it was like, you know, people will like people that, you know, I mean, the people that you don't know within the first conversation, within the first five minutes, they're going to tell you a lie within the first five minutes, people that you do not know, there's going to be some type of lie. And I'm like, you do that to people that you don't know, like you go lie to them. You don't lie to your core group of friends like that. And it was just annoying. It was more annoying than hurtful because it's like, you know, you are a beautiful person. I mean, I see your character like it's dope. It could be cool, but you're lying. I can only imagine how like I can only see how damaging that is for an adult because it's like, dude, you're going to have to grow. You're like, you're going to have to get older. Like people are going to you're going to be exposed eventually. And unfortunately, like nobody really fuck with him like that anymore. Because at this point, you're lying to us. So any people that we go around, like, you're going to be lying to them. And if if you're lying to us, then that means you're lying to them. So now we're just looking like a a bunch of lying. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's just the compulsive lying gets under my skin. Um, I would say under that, the deception, um, because it hurts. Um, But, yeah. I, I, I don't understand the compulsive liar, the deceptive liar, or the... The one that that bothers you the most, broken promises. The white lies. Listen, I'm sorry, but I I tell white lies all yeah, the time. Like, for sure. and obviously the other lie, the fabricated lie. Because I mean, sometimes I really don't be sick, but today I'm sick and I'm calling in to work. You know, like yeah. those type of lies I've told because I don't want to go to work today. So I'm a. Do you feel that any of these lies are? I don't. I would say I don't want to say hereditary, but it's like learned behavior. Like you learn that shit from your parents. Behavior. How many times? Well, I don't know about y'all, but I can tell you how many times um, I answered the phone and my mama would say, "Tell him I'm not here." <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> they be in the background. I ain't here. Yeah. I ain't here. Or my brother, like my brother, y'all know, is 11 years older than me. He would have me a lot of his girlfriends. Right. Or the one girl, like the side chick. Is it Maine or whatever? Yeah, like he would have me lighting up. I remember this one girl, Amy. 
Evo had me like Amy was white. He had me a lot of white girl Amy all the time. <laughs> no she respect. would take me to Chuck E. Cheese while he was with the other chick. Oh Look. my god, your brother's trying. <laughs> she was hooked. live deception, <laughs> right? So the but that's a learned behavior. My the broken promises lie. I had to learn at a very early age because I find myself like falling into the same like footsteps of my dad because my dad gave me a lot of broken promises. And like in middle school, I had a good friend. Like I would tell, I would give her a lot of broke, not a lot of broken promises, but it was certain area that she valued that I would give her a broken promise, and like she brought it to my attention. And I'm like, wow, this was like in middle school. I'm like, wow, I'm falling to the same footsteps as my dad. Like saying I'm gonna do this and not do it. Um. And I had to, and which is part of the reason why I asked that, because I don't know if it was learned behavior or it was just yeah. like within my genetic, genetic makeup to do that. So I had to work on that for a very, um, at a very young age, and I had to focus on my follow through with my with the words that I say. So, but anyway, so um, because we are all liars, what two lies <laughs> are you? It sounds so bad. It sounds bad, but it is the truth. Um, because we are all liars, what two lies are you most likely to commit with your close loved ones? And that's considering the um, types of lies that we just discussed. And just say one, because, I mean, for the sake of time. I guess white lies. Um, Like, for instance, one time my mama got mad at me because I was on the phone with my stepdad. They were arguing. My stepdad called me to, like, get advice about the argument. And my mama immediately, after I got off of my phone with the got off the phone with my stepdad was like, were you just on the phone with your stepdad? And I was like, nah. (laughs) (laughs) Knowing that she probably already knew, but I just, I was trying to like, I guess, keep a, uh, I don't know, a relationship with us so that maybe he would get in trouble. I don't know. But anyway, I lied about This is recent. And she got so mad at me. Oh, she knew you, she found out? Yeah, because she knew I was on the phone. And that's what I don't like about mamas, Loki, because they always be <laughs> they knowing. Know. They be knowing. So like, why just tell me that you know that I was on the phone? Like, don't don't ask me and then be like, well, I already knew you was on the phone. I just wanted to see if you was gonna lie. Why? Like, why right. not just tell me? <laughs> then just say, I know you was on the phone with Tori. Yeah, like so. Anyway, that I, so I will I will hit a white lie. Like, oh sir, oh yeah, I pay you back next week. <laughs> Then I hit it with I ain't got it, but I'm gonna hit you, I'm gonna get you back though. Yeah, I'll do that. White lies. Um, I'm trying to think. White lies for sure, but that's easy. No, no, you know, no shots to you, Car. But I would probably say in my adulthood. I've probably dealt with lies of deception. With your family? Only because I think that I didn't know, I sometimes don't know how to maneuver through. Wait, wait, let me, let me reread the question because we realize what are the lies are you most likely to commit? Okay. Never mind. I don't. Close loved ones? No, 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 no. That's what you were. No, I was just thinking like, I was thinking on some other shit, but I have dealt with lies of deception as an adult, but that was because. I don't want to make any excuses, but like sometimes it's hard for me to have those conversations when I'm like the bad person, you know? Mm. So, but mo- most, it's probably white lies. Yeah. I try to follow through with my broken promises, but I feel like that's something that I battle with 
through and through. I think well, that's a thing for most people. Yeah. I'm bad at getting gifts. So, like, getting people gifts on the day of the thing, like their birthday <laughs> or, like, on Christmas. Mm-hmm. My gifts are always late. And my mama gets... Always. So, like, it is a... So, I guess Broken Promises is one of mine. Because I'll be like, I'll get her a gift, but it'll be, like, two days after her birthday. And she, yeah. like, hates it. And it's not it's a on broken purpose. promise. No. It's just That's me. mine as an adult. Which is really sad. And the person I do it to is... And it hurts me to say this. Is my dad Broken like promises? yes? Oh yeah. I and it's it. it's not on like a major, you know, like because what does he really need from me? But mm-hmm. sometimes my dad asks me to do stuff, and I'll be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna come over there," and then I'll never make it. Mm-hmm. And he'll call me and be like, "Well, I thought you said you was coming over here." Your OP like, will be waiting, girl. They be they waiting. Really do. They like expect you to come. They probably they had some biscuits made ready just in case you're hungry. And the saddest part about it, the fact that I do it to my dad, is that my dad, as a child, did not break promises with me. Mm-hmm. He he always came through with what he said he was gonna do, and. The fact that I do that to him is like it makes me feel bad. But sometimes it's like, bruh, you stay far, and the traffic. So like in my head, it's like, yeah, I'ma do it, right? Got you. But then so when the time, but then when the time, yeah, when the time comes, I'd be like, well, I mean, it's five o'clock. It's gonna take me like an hour to get there. But I, it's not like I call him and be like, hey, dad, I'm not coming. Yeah, yeah that's bad. Dang, I need to do the better. <laughs> <laughs> or just like the the thing that I struggle with with stuff like that is just be honest about like you have to really think through like okay am I really gonna feel like doing this when the time comes right because you don't want to like, overcommit yourself because I do that all the time where I overcommit even with like brunch I'd be like yeah I could go to brunch next week and then when the time come I'd be like listen mm, and I'm the I ain't gonna opposite. be able to make it I do not overcommit <laughs> I ain't gonna be able to make it any evite I get even though I know I'm going I put maybe. You know, you can get yes, maybe, or no. Right. I put maybe. That's I don't want idea. you to think I'm coming. Like, like for instance, never mind. Like, I got an event next Saturday, and I thought it was this Saturday. And I thought I missed it. And a part of me was happy that I missed it. <laughs> but then when I looked at the evite, it said the 14th, not the whatever date it was. Saturday. Seven. But anyways. Yeah. I think what I had started to do was like, if he would ask me to do something, I would say, okay, so I'm going to come either like Tuesday or Thursday. Yeah, give him a wide range. Yeah. Or don't yeah. give him a specific date or time. Yeah. Right. That makes it better because then it's no pressure. Right. That's or so not bad. as much pressure. It's okay because your intentions are good. It's not like you're telling him you're coming knowing that you're that not I'm coming. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, look at me trying to justify. <laughs> right, see. All right. Um, so okay. So who are you most willing to forgive over the other when they've lied to you? Parents, lover, friends, associate. Who are you most willing to forgive? Like, not quickly, but you know, you know that they can damn near get away with like a little bit of anything. I'll go first. <laughs> My parents. Uh, I mean, I was thinking that, but I mean, I feel like that's the obvious. Like, but yeah, maybe for some people it's not. But yeah. I mean, for me, it's like at this point, what would my parents even lie to me about? One, but two, it's like okay, you still gonna be my mama. You still gonna be my daddy. I can't change that. Here's the thing, though, I've already like boxed my parents into like this old category, <laughs> this and you know my dad category. passed away, but. 
with my mom, I'm like having to remember that like she's a forever changing, growing woman herself. Mm. So she do some things that shock the fuck out of me, you know, like she, like so, and even when she does those things, I'm like, bro, I'm gonna just I'm gonna give you that because I'm hoping that one day. When I get older, somebody's just going to give me that. not mm. saying that I'm just going to be running out here out here doing reckless things. But um, I would say for her, I'm most likely to forgive just for just because of that, like, that feeling like you don't know if they're going to be here tomorrow or, you know, yeah. next week. So it's just like I, I probably and my sister hates it. Like my sister does not let my mom get a pass for nothing. But I am that person. So. My sister's like, no, she can do this. She can do X, Y, Z. I'm like, nah, I'm going to just do this. You know? So, most definitely. Lovers, friends, I give them the hardest time. Associates, I really don't care. Yeah, yeah I was about to say, I don't care about associates. I really I'll be honest and say, in, to an extent, I really don't care if friends tell me white lies. I mean, because... I'm not paying your bills. You're not paying my bills. So if there's something that you want to eliminate from the conversation that we're having, I feel like you have the right to do so. I mean, I don't think that you need to be fabricating things and just making stuff up. But this question is focused on forgiveness, though. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I don't even think I need to forgive you because unless it was like deception. Yeah. So just so based on like my big my big issue with lying. Yeah. Who would I be willing to? Correct. Yeah, maybe I could. Okay. Have, I, put a, I could have worded that a little bit differently. Um, definitely my parents. Yeah. And then probably my significant other. I I think I'm willing to work through something with the person I want to be with. You kind of have to, bro, because you're gonna be with them for the rest of your life. Yeah. And you're gonna lie at some point or do something, maybe not lying, but something big. Yeah. I think that. Yeah, I would say. I mean, I think all of us are parents and lover. Um. Yeah, parents and lovers. Yeah. Who I would not. I'm not letting my siblings get away with anything. I forgot about siblings. I didn't put that on that. Nothing. We're going to talk about it. Yeah. We gonna, If it got to be a confrontation, either I got three siblings, either one of them. <laughs> I'm you not know, letting you get away with no lies. White lie, thing, big though. lie, little lie, red lie, blue lie. Here's the thing that I kind of like. I don't want to say I struggled with, and this can probably very well be contributing to um, the age gap with me and me and my sister. But I give her a hard time. Like I give her a hard time, and it's probably because I want her to learn. But who am I to teach her? Like I, you know, I think that, and I'm talking about like how I deliver a few things to her. You know, she's like I'm expecting more of her than like. I'm expecting way more of her than like where she is in her life right now sometimes. Um, but I also am not, I'm harder on her than some of my friends when it comes to like lying and like just, you know, but I'm realizing that like I'm realizing my mom is forever tra- changing growing woman. My sister's a forever changing growing young woman. So yeah, for it's like sure. I'm having to like, Okay, like let me be your friend. Let's talk about you know, and she thinks I'm lame. Period. So it's like I don't even know where to go, like how to talk to her about, like you know, talk to her about certain things. And I've even had friends tell me like, why are you talking to your sister that aggressively like that? So because you want the best for them. That's what it is. The and intentions are good, but on, on her end, maybe the delivery she don't is see not that. the best. And I, she does. I hope so. 
Yeah, she does. They do. They just can't tell you that they do. They do. <laughs> I'm telling you from from yeah. my little sister. I know. I just, I mean, I don't know. I just don't think I can let my siblings get away with stuff. I just feel like we have this relationship where we're going to have to talk this out. And if we got to yell and scream to get it out and process together, that's just what we're going to do because we're family. So we're going to have to work this out. But I'm not going to let you get away with just lying. Right. Yeah. So... All right, so um, is it possible to live a lie-free life? No. No. I feel like white lies will permeate, like, at some point, especially at work. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God, I love doing this. This is just literally the greatest thing. And you'd be like, I hate this crap, but you can't tell your employer that. Exactly. Yeah. Like, no, I, I definitely don't. Now, you can live a bold face, lie free, correct, live deception free, you know, plagiarism free life. Yeah, for sure. But white nah, lies, you I can't even like, live a plagiarism free life. No, because I mean, we all copy off of somebody at some given point. You think, yeah, but giving them credit, we don't give them credit either. I mean, you have to look at. Even down to fashions. Well, but fa- but fashion, I don't think fashion is it's, fashion is create yeah. like is about creating trends for people to follow. Yeah. I think that's different than got you than like uh, taking somebody tweet that went viral and like you posting it as if it's yours. So I think I I, know, I think I do that. I don't like I don't like hitting reposts sometimes or giving the credit where credit is due. You just post to other folks' tweets. Well, it's not on Twitter, but like if I like, let's say if I'm watching something or if I read something, I'll just tweet it and unknowingly. It's not like I'm intentionally like not trying to give them the credit, but I don't feel like it's necessary. But I, I sometimes don't feel like it's necessary, so I just say it. Mm. It doesn't make sense. I don't know if that's really plagiarism, plagiarism. though. Okay. Plagiarism to me is when you are doing something to receive See credit, the credit. Okay, got you. And you don't give somebody else okay. credit. Yeah. But on like social media, you ain't getting nothing from person. <laughs> like likes, you're not getting money. Likes and comments, cheat. No, no, but yeah, <laughs> I think you can't. I don't think you can live a completely lie-free life. I agree with you. However, I am kind of in the space of trying to live a more. Um, I'm trying to simplify my life in a way and give myself time that way I can live a more truthful lifestyle and have truthful conversations. Mm-hmm. But all of, most of that depends on that other person, you know what I'm saying? Like it really depends on if that individual is willing to receive that truth. So it's kind of hard. So um because of that, I don't feel like it's possible for an individual to live a just pure truthful lifestyle one way i got out of um i guess feeling the need to tell lies was i stopped um having so many personal conversations with people that are connected together Hmm. um in high school and middle school i think for girls that's probably especially middle school, the time of your life where things are the most messy 
because you got all these girls that are like, I guess, trying to become popular. And it's like, who said this? And she said that. And, you know, the he says, she said thing becomes really big. And that's where I think as women, that whole messy Mm. Uh, definition or, you know, behavior starts to come into play in your life. And so as I've gotten older, I don't I don't want to know about the conversation that you had with Susie. Let's just talk about what we going to talk about. Yeah. I don't want to know what you told Susie and what you mad at Susie about because when I talk to Susie and she want to know, well, have you talked to, you know, Jerrica? <laughs> And now I got to tell Susie, well, yeah, I did talk to Jerrica and feel like I have to admit part of the conversation that Jerrica said. I don't want to be in the middle of this. So, like, don't talk to me about what your issues are with another person that we're closely connected to. Because I just remember, like, a month or two ago, I got a phone call at 1 o'clock in the morning (laughs) about some mess that was happening with, like, four other people. (laughs) And I said, girl, I do not know. And I said, honestly, I don't even want to have the rest of this conversation with you because I don't want anybody to ask me any questions. I do not want to be involved. So that's kind of the way I like stay out of that. Having to omit things or like having to lie. Sometimes you feel like you have to lie Mm -hmm. to cover for another person. Nah, I don't. Yeah, that's good. Or then you you're telling something you start exaggerating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nah, I don't want to be involved. <laughs> All right, so um, what what's your advice for people who feel the need to lie over leading with honesty? I, that seems like your advice. Right I was there. just about to say. I that think that's like my advice. advice. Like, yeah. mind your business. <laughs> right. <laughs> It's, For real. It's it's yeah, I would definitely say that mind your business. <laughs> um I would I would I'm just going to probably just talk about the compulsive liar because you know like people just really be lying about the, like the littlest shit like like I was popping back in the day, I'm popping now, and you ain't you ain't, you ain't got a pot to piss in, you know. Well, when to throw it know, out of or when to throw it out. Oh, I'm doing this, I'm doing that and you broke like like my whole thing is like simplify your life, balance your life for the compulsive liar. Understand that like you are here for a reason. You are put on this earth for a reason, and it is not to tell lies; it's to be your authentic self. <laughs> and I think the more and more you uh, embrace your authentic self, the more and more you will want to be around people who are authentically like you, so you can like live a life where you don't have to compulsively lie all the time. Um, and I think there's a beauty in like everyone, like even the people with like the the worst attitudes in this world. I feel like I would much rather deal with a person who's gonna give me their um, their all from a vulnerable standpoint than to have a person a cookie cutter person in my life. Like mm-hmm. I don't want no one who's going to be like this perfect being or this 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 one sided individual, whatever that may be. Um, one sided can be like overly like you know, Christian to the, like the 20th power, you know, are overly um, exaggerated. Yeah. Always going through something. Someone is, is always needy. I don't want all that. Like, give me your flaws. Like, honestly, most of my closest relationship with my friends are very flawed, openly fucking people. I'm mm-hmm. flawed 
all like I'm flawed. So um, I would much rather deal with that than to someone who compulsively lie and it's not cool it's whack like especially at once you get to a certain age like people understand life and know life and can understand things with just a few words and if you give if you giving them multiple lies back to back and people remember shit Mm -hmm. so i would probably just say like look love yourself and get to know yourself and if don't don't nobody fucking love you like that's around you you being your authentic self, trust me, some, a group of people is going to come around they're going to embrace you for who you are. There's no need for you to be lying um, to infinity. Like, there's absolutely no reason. And then overall, like, no one cares. That is major. No, they really, they like, really people don't. People really don't care. <laughs> Especially if they're in love and they have, like, you know, a, you know, good things going for them. They're not worried about you. No. I think one of the biggest things for me is having somebody to tell my truth to that's um, non-judgmental. So then, like, I don't really have to tell nobody else nothing that I would have to lie about because I've already told somebody. So it's like I don't really, there's nothing else for me. There would be nothing for me to lie about because I don't have to share whatever that is with whoever it is, if that makes sense. Um, and then also as far as my worst lies, like the lie of broken promises, just don't overcommit myself. I'm still struggling with that. Just mm. on a brunch standpoint. I won't be wanting like I'd be wanting to like I really be having <laughs> such good intentions about like networking with people and just like going places. But that's that's the and one then, thing that gets to you though. It is the one thing that gets to me. So I'm trying to like but I have started to be honest with people to be like, hey, I just don't feel like going instead of just not showing up. Right. So I don't know if that's like a... If I have an event and you say that you're coming, Cara, you need to come. <laughs> I don't want to have... I don't want to receive no text. Something came up or I'm not coming the day of. I'm just playing. I'm just joking. No, it. Ha- I mean, it happens. I've also tried to get better with not getting angry with people when they can't come to stuff that I don't, that I have because like (laughs) I've gotten to the point in my older life to be like, I don't really be feeling like going. And I understand that people feel that way too. Right. So, but yeah, just don't overcommit yourself. I like that. Don't overcommit. And I need to get better with putting maybe instead of like one of my (laughs) friends does not say yes or no to an event that is more than a week out. She just won't respond until she for sure is like, I'm definitely going or I'm definitely not going. And then she will say, she's really good at it. And I just be like, people be invited, 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 invited. And I'd be like, okay, yes, three weeks from now, I'm going to be at blah, blah, blah. And then I just, then the time comes and I really just don't be feeling like, it ain't even on no like something The letdown is way harder. The letdown is harder than, the idea of you not coming is probably way harder than you um, not giving them an answer right then and there, if that makes sense. Oh, so so basically, yeah. So I should wait until Correct. I like. I need to start doing that. So I think this is a great episode about lies. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. This is going to wrap and conclude this topic. <laughs> um, Cara, do you have? Oh, yeah. ask Jesus for forgiveness. Come on. <laughs> he know Don't you just be out here lying to folks. He know we sent us. We can talk to him. We can right. I want to say you can ask forgiveness right after the lie, but after you didn't lie, you have to keep that lie up. So I don't know. What you're <laughs> right. Do. So wait a little while because <laughs> you got to tell another oh. lie. <laughs> you got to tell it. We'll just, 
<laughs> Just wait until you get about five lies on top, on top. Stack it up and then ask for forgiveness. Oh, my God. My mama used to say that, y'all, when I would get in trouble. She'd be like, if you lie once, you're going to have to tell another lie to cover up that one. So what I would do the next time was try to tell, like, a very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, conducive, not conducive, but like a lie that was like had no holes. So I wouldn't have to add to that lie. Like, <laughs> that lie was so golden that I don't even have to add no more lies because, yeah, but I mean, I was still getting in trouble. Like, she fully, she fully always knew when but I was lying. be knowing, child. Yeah. It's okay. And over time, like, you get over the lies. Like, over time, you, I think over time, you, you, you realize that, you know what, it's just not that deep. Well, that's why when I... Got older, I didn't lie to people about things. Simple shit. Because when I was a kid, I was lying because either I, A, didn't want to get in trouble or B, wanted to do something, right? Uh, but as an, and my mom had the control over those things. As an adult, why are you lying to people? They don't pay your bills. They're not sleeping with you. They're not provide. I mean, like, they they don't control your life. So why are you... To try to get out of stuff or to try to cover up something. Why would you lie to them? Nah, I said it and I meant it. And this is why I said it. <laughs> right. As a kid, I used to lie because I wanted people to perceive me in a different way than mm-hmm. what I truly was. Like, that was the number one thing. And I re- I remember getting, like, becoming an adult and, like, some of my friends asked me about something that I lied to a while back. And I'm like, <laughs> what are you talking about? How do they remember, remember that stuff? Your, you didn't remember your own lies. Well, that's how I'm just saying that's how much I was lying because oh, as, a I, as a kid, like it was just it wasn't even that deep because people loved me. Like I was I was loved as much as I was like I would say I was probably more loved than hated, but I still had hate there. But people just really liked me, so I didn't have to lie. Right. But I would. Well, they probably was liking me because of the lies I told. <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's just too much. Now we don't even know. Now we don't know. <laughs> my whole my whole childhood was a fraud. It was fugazi. Hey y'all, y'all already know what time it is. It's your girl D Cardi, and I'm coming back in 2018 talking to y'all about what BioClarity, because what your girl skin is looking right. So basically, I started using BioClarity back in 2017 in season one, and y'all, my skin is thebomb.com. All my Instagram photos be popping because I know y'all be liking these pics. My skin is smooth and soft. Any sort of breakouts I've been having are gone. No redness, no irritation, no nothing. So why should you use BioClarity? Well, couple things. First, it's easy on your skin. It delivers glowing, clear skin by reducing redness and boosting your natural beauty because I know y'all fine out there. You can use it twice a day without worrying about any sort of excess irritation because there are no harsh chemicals. Also, BioClarity is packed with clarifying botanicals and new Floralux, which is naturally derived from chlorophyll, which is that green stuff, you know, that plants be needing. And it's proven for soothing away blemishes. So not only is BioClarity full of antioxidants, it also reduces redness. It feeds and defends cells with an alphabet of vitamins. BioClarity is delivered straight to you and is easy to use. It's a three-step ritual that's 100% vegan, plus it's gluten and cruelty-free. So there are three steps. First, you cleanse. With the rich foaming facial cleanser, it gently removes dirt, oil, and environmental pollutants. Next, you treat. 
and the treatment penetrates pores and attacks the bacteria that causes acne so it clears up your skin and lastly you restore and the restore gel has exclusive Floralux which leaves your skin feeling smooth and refreshed. Now BioClarity also offers a skin smoothie with hydration. Hydrate is a lightweight, breathable moisturizer, which is designed for even the most sensitive skin. You can use Hydrate by itself, or you can use it with the BioClarity system. So, do you want to start a healthy habit and get glowing, clear skin just like your girl, The Cardi? If so, go to BioClarity.com. And just for our Millennial Love listeners, you guys will get your first month for only $9.95 plus free shipping. That's over a $20 savings. And it comes with a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee. So in order to get that money-back guarantee, all you got to do is enter our code LOV3. That's bioclarity.com and enter the code LOV3. Say hello, hey boo, to new skin, bioclarity.com. So the millennial moment um, comes from a guy, a gay guy. We have to come up with a good name. Uh Ashton. That's not gay. It ain't old. It, that's not gay enough. It's not gay. What's up? Wait, old first of all, name? what's gay enough for a name? Let's Tyrone. Uh, oh! No, we're not doing Tyrone. <laughs> Tyrone tried to not be gay so hard when he was on his interview. <laughs> Jeffrey, really? Jeffrey, Jeffrey is the older name. Yeah, yeah. Jeffrey's. It. Okay, so um, I'm gonna read this millennial moment. Okay. Um... Jeffrey says, hey, y'all, I'm just leaving brunch, so I'm a little drunk, but I wanted to reach out to y'all. <laughs> okay, Mimosa <laughs> wasted. your opinion on a situation. I've been in a relationship for three years. We are now engaged, and I am dating and engaged wait, wait, to a wait. man. I'm sorry. Can you, like, I was not paying attention. Can you, like, start over if you don't mind? It, nothing happened. Okay. <laughs> Nothing right. happened. I heard engage. I heard engage and like. That's I've it. been dating someone for three years. We okay. are now engaged, okay. and it's a man. Okay, I'm engaged to a man. However, I really want to marry a woman because I definitely want kids that have my that I created with my sperm. But I do really love my fiance, and I'm not necessarily sure who the woman is that I want to marry. I'm not necessarily really attracted to women, but I definitely want kids that aren't made by a surrogate. I guess my question is... What is your question? What? (laughs) Correct. I guess my question is, should I tell my fiancé my plans? Should I get married and then have a kid with a woman? Or should I just stay single and be out here in these streets? And if I have sex with a woman and end up getting pregnant, then that'd be it. I'm just trying to figure out what I need to do because it's the time is running out and our wedding date is set for 2019. Uh, what's his name? Jeffrey, you're Jeffrey, drunk. Yeah. You didn't send this email <laughs> and it does not make it any sense. Make any sense. You're talking about, you? I mean, you want to have a baby with a woman? You're going to have to do that anyway. No, no, no. He wants so, to get married to a woman. But what he's saying is because he wants to have a kid that has his own Sperm. genetics, and right? You're going to have to do that anyway. To have a kid, you have to have a woman involved. So, <laughs> But he don't want no surrogate. 
And that's what she going to be anyway. The thing about it is he said he's not even really attracted to women. Exactly. So she <laughs> so is still go down? technically <laughs> a surrogate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what are you talking about? So, you had too many mimosas, bro. Here's problem number one for me. Like, I feel that with you and your your um, significant other, your, your fiancé, why haven't y'all had this conversation before? Right. Like, That's the issue. To me, that lets me know, like, maybe you should not be getting married to this man because he does not even know that you even want to have kids. So I would probably start there. You probably can you can call off the engagement just so y'all can really get to know each other a little bit more because <laughs> the way you're thinking, you really need to involve this man because... Is the way you're thinking and how you're trying to rationally figure this shit out is you need some help <laughs> from your lover. I'm not saying that he needs to go oh. seek psychiatric <laughs> assistance. help, assistance, but I would involve him more because he's probably on the same page as you. And to be quite honest, like you don't need to go through like the Kim Kardashian surrogate route. Like you probably have women that are around you that would probably I was just about to say. that would probably have your kid for you. If you have a sister or he has a sister. Or if or he you has have, a sister, yeah. Like I know somebody who has a gay brother mm-hmm. who carried um her brother's child. But it was her brother's husband's sperm. Sperm, correct. So that it didn't end up being. Did you see my face? I was like, calculating. Yeah. But yeah, like, so I know that that's a possibility. Also, this is going to sound weird, but I do think that that's a natural, like, want. Correct, yeah. So, like, the thing is, is I don't think it would be, like, crazy for you to tell your fiance, like, hey, I really want to have a child by a woman. That has my that is my child, and he's probably gonna be like, "Well, duh, that's what we can we gonna we gonna do that anyway. Right. We gonna figure this thing out anyway. Yeah, you so have like, to. Yeah, <laughs> right. so that's something I'm I think is weird is the fact that you don't feel comfortable enough to tell him, which is alarming to me because y'all are engaged. Like, yeah. so this is a prime example Correct. of people moving too, too fast. fast, or maybe they just don't have meaningful conversations because i know people that Correct. have been together and they don't really talk about much you see y'all okay, what they watching so, on tv so that doesn't make jeffrey, sense to me okay, it I, doesn't don't call off the engagement jeffrey but you definitely <laughs> have to have a conversation with him about your expectations like you have to let him know that hey i want a kid from my own dna what are we going to do? Because you may not even have the funding to even get a surrogate. Yeah, because that's expensive. That's really expensive. It's, that's you probably why you say you wanted to marry somebody. Yeah. Because he wouldn't have to pay for even it. Get a, well, and listen. you know what? If you want to marry a woman, then maybe you need to find a woman that's also no, either gay or bisexual. No. That's willing to like allow you to what you be want a is a kid. What you want is a kid. And from your experience, all you know is people get into relationships with a woman and they have kids. People have kids other ways. I just feel that it's from his experiences why he's thinking that he have to be in a relationship yeah. or he have to be married. No, you just go find someone and say, hey, do you want to have my baby? And he'd be like, yes. And y'all go to the doctor. Y'all make it happen. You break them off some change. And then you say, look, I do not want to see you for the rest of my life at all. I don't know. I just, I think you need to have this conversation with your partner um, because... Y'all can fully have kids. Like, some of the kids can have his DNA and some of the kids have your DNA. Like, yeah. You have to have the conversation. Like, let's yeah. start there. Sweet Jeffrey. I thank you for writing in. I thank you Not for writing sweet in. Not sweet Jeffrey. Drunk Jeffrey. Yeah. Jeffrey. Tipsy Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Yeah. Like Jeffrey don't get drunk. Jeffrey, Jeffrey get tipsy. I'm tipsy. <laughs> uh, 
Thank you for writing us in, Jeffrey. But I feel like you need to go ahead on and forward that email to your husband or your fiance. Correct. And see what he says. All right, Jeffrey. That's an easy combo. All right, y'all. So make sure that you go and, yeah, I always do this because Car always misses her cue. No, I didn't. You didn't give me a chance to say nothing. Give us $5 for the word of the day. Money symbol, Millie Love, LV3 on Cash App. And the word of the day is... I really hate this part of the show. I really do. (laughs) Why? Because it's like now my brain has to think and I'm just not for it. I'm just playing. You're not playing. The word of the day is... White lies. <laughs> the word of the day is hornswoggle. You know what? Hornswoggle is a verb. It means to bamboozle or to hoax. Justin, please use hornswoggle in a sentence. It is a verb. Jeffrey is trying to hornswoggle his fiance. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, I have been watching all of the old seasons of Roseanne, <laughs> and they have hornswoggled me. She was Sorry. the best hornswoggler. Can I use it like that? No, <laughs> <laughs> it's not a noun. She was the best at hornswoggling <laughs> people on Halloween. Roseanne. Yeah. <laughs> How you watch it? Oh, Roseanne. Netflix? Firestick. Oh, okay. I'm like, where are you? Firestick and Dick. You, <laughs> you remember that? I, I do remember that. That Fire is a good one. That We haven't said that. We you haven't said that in a long it. time. Firestick and Dick. <laughs> There's a um, professional wrestler by the name of Hornswoggle. Mm, He's an American you. wrestler. His name, thank you. His name is Hornswoggle. And he has... I a mean, full his, career yeah, in wrestling. Yeah, that's interesting. He's four, four, five. He's very he, short. Four, five. He bamboozles people. <laughs> <laughs> his name is Dylan. He looked like a Dylan. I don't even know. What <laughs> I was about to say Dilly Dilly. I'm sorry, go. Um, I horn swoggled in my interview to get the job. <laughs> <laughs> horn swoggle sounds like a sexual term. <laughs> Like I'm gonna hit I'm gonna hit him with the horn, horn swaggle. Swag. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> it does sound so disgusting. All right, y'all. Make sure you make sure y'all please go follow us on all social media outlets, Snapchat. I'm sorry, no Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Send us five dollars in the cash app. Please order your fat fit fund. It's gonna be perfect for the summer. The fall, the spring, the winter, because the box is dope. Make sure that you subscribe to BioClarity. Michelle's face is looking flawless. Car's face is looking flawless. And my face is about to look flawless. Well, kind of flawless if I can get there. But make sure that you definitely... Oh, damn, go get that. I ran out of bread. Just go get all that <laughs> shit. Go all get right. all that. And talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye. Deuces.